This week, we find out if we're a cut above the rest. Plus, we're sandboarding out of the way to find the lost city. It's Sunday, February 13th. Time to insert a token to play. Hello and welcome to Insert Token to Play. I'm John, sitting here with my typical player too, my little brother, James. How are we doing, Jimbo? Uh, life is good. We're a little late, but that just means excitement for Super Bowl Sunday on top of all this game stuff, right? Yeah, you could say this is a special Super Bowl oh, edition. There you That's go. That's what we were going for. Yes. Right? Uh, literally nothing sports or football related. No. But... You know, so- someone will figure it out. If we like the game, it means which team wins. I don't know. Maybe we should choose that now. I, I, I mean, there could be bias to it because, like, I want the Rams to win. Right. Yeah. I, I think the Rams are going to win, but I want the Bengals to win. They've never like they haven't won before, right? Yeah. And you know, Joe Burr or whatever they're saying. So that's kind of <laughs> funny. But I, I will say, I, I think it will at least be a good game. I hope so too. I think the matchups are interesting, but. Not to get too football-y, but I don't think the Bengals' offensive line can handle the Rams' defensive line. Von Miller's coming through, baby. Yeah, is that really why? <laughs> so you feel like the Broncos are in it? Because because Von Miller is right. in it. Right, yeah. okay, understood. He's my Super Bowl Kinda MVP. Kind of like how Detroit feels like they're in it because, uh, right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Got it. So. Yeah, I don't really have any true skin in the game, but uh, <laughs> I will say also that you know they always talk about how the Simpsons predict everything yeah there was a simpsons episode where the Bengals beat the rams really so we'll see it was like 31 to 27 i think was the clip i saw so simpsons did it yeah so the simpsons did it so that must be true so you heard it here first folks <laughs> yeah all right you're probably right that's enough football talk yeah. for a video game podcast right let's get to the games first one that we started last time we were together splitter critters plus from rack seven games split the world with a swipe of your finger and then rearrange it to guide critters back to their spaceship explore colorful planets full of danger challenging puzzles and innovative mechanics that will make you think in new ways how'd you like it in one word i thought clever like it was really interesting having being able to slice stuff and move stuff around and i'm curious to hear if you did some of the same techniques i did and then as you got basically from planet to planet they were able to introduce new mechanics that kind of kept it fresh and different types of characters so i i thought it was pretty neat i found myself basically trying stuff in a different way and i had a certain strategy that seemed to work for me and then it wouldn't work for me and then (laughs) i also found that i kept chopping the ship right right and then also i found myself like cutting doing something reverting cutting doing something reverting but i will say i never seemed to cut horizontally yeah, I kept trying to make that a thing, and it, it never seemed to catch on. I couldn't get it to work. I, I think I think I got it to maybe partially work one time when I was trying to slide him on a platform across the way instead, but even then it was still questionably effective. 
Did you have a favorite mechanic or like something that they introduced after the tutorial oh, planet? Oh gosh, I I think my favorite thing that I eventually caught on to was the three distinct characters that we were walking with, or at least the only three I remember functioned differently. Mm-hmm. So like the yellow guy would jump no matter which platform he got to, he jumped off the edge. Whereas like the red and blue people would just like look at the edge and be like, no, no, no. <laughs> and, and then of course the red guy is like running everywhere that ball of endless energy and so figuring out that that there was the the differences between those i thought was just really neat on top of like the game as a whole having to figure out the timing or honestly having to block the lemming guy which that's how i thought of it yeah like having to block him off so he basically doesn't kill himself Mm -hmm. or sacrifice himself whatever yeah that that definitely added a different mechanic I honestly, even though they introduced on like the third planet, like I thought the water was kind of cool. Yeah, I thought that was kind of neat. There was one level where you basically the water was just rising, and you had to keep the guy from running into the spike. So having to slice stuff and move stuff up and down, I just thought that was like to me that was one of the points where I kind of got hooked for a while because mm-hmm. I just thought that was such a cool mechanic. I got so frustrated on that one because I didn't realize the water was rising initially and so I'm like how do I get him to go up oh. if the water's not <laughs> catching up? Like he has to go through the spike and then eventually like as I was trying to figure something out he just went into the spike and I'm like oh. Oh, <laughs> oh that that makes sense. So so yeah, I really appreciate your use of the word clever and just the variety of puzzles and types that came into it so as you said one solution doesn't work to get you to this was there any stage that gave you a lot of grief oh gosh yes (laughs) there were a lot of them (laughs) (laughs) this is one of those where i'm like i usually think i'm good at problem and puzzle solving games but this one just kind of tested me i i think about Oh, gosh. There was the one where we had to, the the first time they introduced the satellite mechanic, and I had to try to figure out how to get it to work. And I just kept thinking, I'm like, was I too slow to get him to push each button that the power wasn't working? And then I realized, oh, no, he just has to stay on this one switch. So I had to do my two slices and move him out of the way there. And I'm like, oh, this is interesting. And then that clicked for me of like, oh, I could isolate them in these little areas to try to help my timing which then came in handy when I was doing the level where it felt like a, a Super Mario like boss fight prequel where he's just running down that straight oh, path, mm-hmm. except there's the all the things coming down behind him or in front of him, and so you had to time when to get through. And I'm like, oh, I can just isolate him and time it out when he can get through one or two and then isolate him again before he gets off to the ship. That was probably the one level that I used the horizontal slicing mm. because I would like slide him forward or slide him backwards to try to time it. That that would have been smart. Yeah, yeah. versus like cutting him off. So what I did, because um, that was one thing I realized is if you do a slice but you don't let go, you could basically like slide him back and forth and then you could let go and it would lock mm-hmm. and then you'd revert it right away. So I, I got pretty good at like slicing and holding and being able to manipulate. The level that gave me grief, it was like a staircase of platforms Mm -hmm. and the platforms would then tilt yeah and i i figured out eventually of like i would slice and then i would move it so that like the one would tilt and he would basically tilt into the one above and then he would come back and then i'd let it go and you just kind of had to do that every once in a while to keep the timing Mm -hmm. but that one i felt like i would always get up to the top and then i would basically ruin it on the top and then i try to slice and cut him off so he'd stick and it's like you're better off just starting over but that that level took me way longer than it should have yep yep 
I think about that one, and I think about the one too where like the platforms were going in the circle mm. as you had to move them up as well. And I was like, just getting the timing right of when they're walking, and then they can be left on the next platform. the The other mechanical thing that I'm thinking of that that made a difference for me was not always thinking about how do I move the monster, but sometimes how do I move the environment or how do I move the spaceship closer to him to get him there. Oh, okay. And so there there weren't a lot of times that was necessarily super effective at getting there, but there were one or two where it's like, I'm able to solve this easier if I can just bring this down, avoid cutting through the spaceship, because I, I did that my fair share as well. Sometimes <laughs> it just had to happen. Oh, good. So not just me. No, 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 no. <laughs> not at all. Like, even the, the rotating platform one that we were talking about, I cut through that one every time, and then eventually got rebuilt. I thought it was funny, though, that they would, like, disable the ship if you did that. Yeah, I thought that was so cool. Right. Because you can't just like slide them in like halfway through the ship. And at least you could undo. Like you could undo. So like you have like five slices and then you could basically pull them back in order. I found myself like when I get to the end of the level, I try to revert everything to try to end (laughs) them, which added no value, but it was just something I did. I just figured that was a necessity to end it. You needed the world to be left in peace. Right. I literally ended with zero. Like I didn't even need a slice. He just just did it, right? just so good at this game, right? (laughs) (laughs) So overall... I, I'm i kind of in the middle on this for as highly as we've been talking about it. I, I enjoyed the creativity and the cleverness, but for the, the puzzle problem solving, it wasn't just continuing to draw me in to keep me going. And the level of difficulty might have just been a, a notch too high for how I approach these things that it became a little bit too hard for me. But I appreciate everything that it does. I love how different it is, and I would play it again if the the mood was right. I like that you could pick it up and put it down really easy. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're just you're sitting and waiting for your name to get called for something, yeah, right. You're in a waiting room, and hey, I want to jump. I want to grab a level or two, and I can easily like set it down, and I can pick it up. There's no like storyline. No. You know, it's just a it's a puzzle game. So it was definitely a unique challenge. It was definitely a different puzzle type than you I've played elsewhere. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a definite pick up and play. I don't see you grinding out 100 hours in this game. I see you picking up and putting it down and kind of just something you can have until maybe you find that next game. So I would say it's a play, but I don't see it as like a long time, like keep it on your phone forever type thing. Yeah, I was really curious how many levels they had because I was worried after like the first two planets when it was, you know, I don't know, 20 levels maybe overall. Mm-hmm. And I looked and I'm like, I feel like there's only like eight, maybe 10 planets. And so if there's only the 100 levels in here, like I understand because of the challenge of how much they had to put in here. But it, and as soon as I got to like the third and fourth, it's like, oh, there's 15 levels in this one. So they got a lot going on. So it will take a while to get through everything. And again, you can play them in different ways, which might be part of the challenge. Also true. It would be interesting. We played some of those other games where depending on the number of arrows or whatever, you got more stars. If they could figure out some mechanic of that, of trying to figure out the best way or fastest way or whatever, that would be something. But again, I feel like if you're a puzzle type person, this is definitely a different type of challenge. And to me, I would say definitely try it. But I don't see it again as one of my long-time vault-type games. Game number two is Alto's Odyssey The Lost City from Snowman. Join Alto and his friends on an endless sandboarding journey to find the lost city and unearth the secrets hidden within. 
soar above windswept dunes, traverse thrilling canyons, explore ancient temples, and delve into vast caverns in a fantastical place far from home. John, I know you're a snowboarder. Is sandboarding in your future now? I think it might have to be. I'm. I definitely. I've seen people snowboard or sandboard for real, and it always looks so interesting. I wonder just more how it f- would feel right to do it. It was. It was fun. It was fun. I, it was beautiful. Like oh, the game was gosh. so pretty. It was yes. like. It was like. It was like flat in the design and color standpoint, but then there was a sunrise and it would be day and then it would be night and the coins and the color. And it was just like, it was so nice to look at. It was. Yeah. And at times I'm like, gosh, I'm so frustrated. The night is so dark. And then I realized I just had my phone brightness really low. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) that's, that's, yeah, thank you for admitting that. That's kind of funny. Yeah, only a little <laughs> embarrassing, but because <laughs> I'm like, that wasn't a rock. I swear that was a plant. Right. I mean, there are a lot of plants in the beginning where I'm like, I have to jump over because, of course, there's hazards in this mm-hmm. rocks that as soon as you hit them, you're, you're done, let alone just falling off a canyon. And so I'm like, I have to jump over everything. Right. And then I realized I don't have to jump over everything. There is definitely a small learning curve with that because I, I did that or even how you jump. Oh, yeah. Like, that wasn't a rock. Oh, well, okay, that was a rock, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that must have been a rock. There was a couple things, though, that definitely held me from leveling up. I could not, you know, so you start you start a level we'll call, or a rank. Yeah. And you got to do these three things to get to the next area, next mm-hmm. rank. And one of them for me was breaking a pot. And I could not find or break <laughs> a pot or I didn't, maybe I didn't even know what a pot was right. to like break it. And it just, I sat on that rink forever. <laughs> I kept playing it. It was fun. Yeah. But I just could not find it. Or like there was one pot that I couldn't find. Or, yeah. you know, in the stages, they change. Like you could be on rank two and you literally play through the same thing. And it changes all the time, which was cool. But I, I just couldn't, I couldn't break it. I, I did eventually. Thank but goodness. I could not find it. It was driving me crazy. Right. Yeah, I felt that way too because I got stuck on one where I had to jump over three chasms and the third chasm just never showed up. (laughs) And I'm like, I feel like I'm making really good distance. There should be a third one by this point. Right. Eventually, I I finally got through it like you. I'm like, thank goodness. But now I feel like I'm getting pretty accomplished at this. Granted, I haven't looked at like what good high scores are, but I feel pretty good about a lot of the distance I cover. And a lot of these, like I'm getting a lot more comfortable with it. When you would go... Would you do a lot of flips? Uh, I tried to at the start, Mm -hmm. and then I tried to continue on with it as well. I figured it was just good habit to get in with upping my score because I knew there were one or two of those objectives that I hit that was a score trick total. And then it was also nice because it would give you the speed boost so you could break a rock, and then you wouldn't have to worry about that. And so I, I tried to do it more often, and is when I got to uh, Maya, the second character, who was better at backflipping, mm-hmm. just made it that much easier for me to continue to do that and make it part of my routine. I was very picky, we'll say, about because I feel like I would pick the wrong spot or oh, I didn't yeah. have enough speed, and then I'd end up just like, just didn't quite make it all the way around. Yep. But to your point, like you get more speed, then it makes it easier. And it's one of those, like it pays dividends as long as you can make sure that first one, but definitely like definitely head planted way more than probably should have. Oh gosh. Yeah. There were a lot of them where I, I even went off what I thought the first jump was that was going to be safe. And suddenly there's this flat line right there. I'm like, Oh no, I'm not even going to get halfway. 
And I felt that way when I first started too, because I'm like, no, I'm pushing on the right side. Why aren't I front flipping or trying to rebalance myself? I had to learn, oh, backflips are the only flips that exist. And so right. you commit or you don't. And I never found, so like the lotus flower, yeah. for example, it said like if you didn't do the flip right, like you'd survive. And I never seemed to flip when I had the lowest thing. I would basically just plow through rocks. That's what I did too. <laughs> so I never actually knew if it saved you on a, on a flip because I never got to try it. Yeah, I never thought about it. I'm with you. Yeah, the lotus flower. I'm like, yes, I can finally break the rocks that I need to. Right. Or even like rip off 50 flags from the balloon. And yeah. that one took me a minute to realize. Like I kept trying to jump and like hit them versus oh, like just, just i didn't realize that i grinding made the flags fall off which eventually i did right but i was like so i for a while again jumping and like thinking i'd like have to hit them somehow <laughs> and that did not do it no no the the simple puzzle solver right we're getting the the other side of the game <laughs> right i did like though you mentioned unlocking new characters and the way they would sandboard mm-hmm. would be different you know, different different speeds, different abilities. Like you said, being able to flip easier. Um, it, it definitely added variation to the game beyond just the variation of every time you went down the hill, it was different. Yeah. So I thought that was a nice little twist. And I feel like I just scratched the surface because I, I only unlocked my... I haven't gotten to the other characters and there's like four more for me to find at some point, so... Right. Yeah, when it talks about finding the Lost City, I definitely didn't get far enough because, again took me so long to figure out the pot thing. Mm-hmm. But I just got sucked into the game because of how nice it was. And it was almost like Zen. Did you go into the Zen mode? There's, I, there's a Zen mode if you go to the main screen and swipe uh, swipe left from the right side of the screen. Really? Yeah, and so then you, you just go, and if you crash, you just stand back up where you crashed, and you can just keep on going from there. Oh, that's awesome. I'm going to have to try that because I, I know... Again, just kind of sitting and it's kind of like just relaxing. Yeah. I kind of, we had a game that was literally like a Zen game. And yeah. to me, I don't know why, but this almost gave me more Zen. It sucked me in more. So, I, okay, now I'm going to have to try like basically like an endless mode. Right? Yeah, That's exactly. That's basically what it is. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, that, I, I love how you're talking about the Zen and that kind of thing because that's that's what I thought of as well. I'm like, this game fulfills what Tint did for me as well. It's the easy kind of puzzler. It's relaxing. And especially if you turn on the music to go with it to really just kind of fully immerse yourself because they have a really nice sound mix going on in this one too. And it's just, it's calming. Even though it's stressful at the same time, I still feel more calm every time I come out of it. There is technically an objective to this game, though, there of like is. getting to the end. And to me, there wasn't really any story. No, I don't think so either. I, I think they're building up to something because you're going to new places and finding a map. Right. So it's like there's a little story, but it it doesn't. It kind of just feels like it's there. Yeah. But maybe that's the point. Like, it just kind of, like, why the heck am I snowboarding down? Well, because it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, the the game mechanic stands alone as good enough that it doesn't necessarily need the story, but the story is there to give you some sort of purpose. Yeah, I like, speaking of the game, like, controls, I like that it was just kind of a press. Yeah. Right? There was no, like, real swiping. It wasn't something like that. It's more of, like, a, a timing 
kind of game. But I, I did find myself like pushing harder, <laughs> trying to get around faster, hoping that he would magically spin Just faster. Willing it to it's make like it true. pushing the elevator button. Come on, you can get here. But it did not. Uh, it did not do that. No, but no. I wish it did. Oh, I know. There are so many times. <laughs> There are a lot of those two where I'm like, I swear I'm going to land this. What did I do wrong? Yeah, technically you landed. <laughs> You're just <laughs> having to go to the hospital. Now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> poor, poor Alto. <laughs> so what are your thoughts? I I love this game. I, I think it's incredibly well done. I think the game mechanic is just spot on with what it needs to be. You talked about the visuals. It's it's incredibly nice to see, especially for how flat it is. All the colors that change with it, too. So easy to pick up and just kind of spin and try. And even if you fall down, it's easy to get back up and just keep on going. Eventually, you'll get the objectives. It might take some time for the pots to show up. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not to bring up your bad memories. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I think this is absolutely fantastic. I'm going to probably keep this one on my phone if that says how i feel about it i want to see what the other characters can do right i want to get to the last character and see if the lost city actually has some cool mechanic to it and apparently i gotta try this zen mode yeah but i i enjoyed it i like i said i plan on keep trying to play it and see where it takes me and i feel like i can pick it up and put it down which is a big deal for me that's huge so, yeah I, I it's definitely to me like pick it up and play it Okay, now it's time to roll the randomizer and see what game we're going to try out before playing a little bit longer next week. I feel like every time I roll this, I see a number, I'm like, I think we've had that before. <laughs> Whatever the numbers are changing. <laughs> really bad chess. Okay. I've actually tried this one before. Oh, you so have? I'm really oh, excited. Interesting. Because, I mean, I like chess, so this could be interesting. We might have to play real chess sometime. Yeah. This might be multiplayer. We might even be able to try oh, it cool. together. So, I will say kudos jimbo to the set of games we basically had last time for like obviously you didn't pick the random game but you definitely i know you're trying to variate our games between week to week <laughs> yes because we definitely had some weeks in the past where it was like the same and this was very black and white to the previous weeks and it definitely i definitely enjoyed it so i appreciate the fact that you're doing that thank you i i feel like knowing that this one is really bad chess there's no way i could go wrong with <laughs> what i'm gonna pair up with this one. <laughs> oh boy chess minus memorization really bad chess Chess with totally random people. What? Oh, so, oh, okay, got it. So instead of like the classic number of pawns, number of knights, and then, oh, because it even looks like, like hypothetically, you could get like 10 kings or queens. Yep. Probably not kings, but queens. Yeah, I would hope not. Right. Yeah. The whole thing. <laughs> that, would, that would be bad. Right. Interesting. Yeah. So it, it changes randomly and there's a nice kind of ranking scale as you go up. I like that. I can kind of talk about this a little bit ahead of time where uh, your opponent will, will change as well. So they might have more pawns, but instead of pawns, you'll have a mix of knights and rooks and stuff in the front row too. So it's it's a really cool setup. I'm excited to try. Hopefully there's some sort of like balance to it. Like. Yeah. Yeah. As as you win more, it becomes more normal is my understanding. When you win more, it becomes more normal. What do you mean? So instead of having all those extra pieces, suddenly you'll start having more pawns like you're kind of used to for traditional chess. 
but uh, I think uh, I think there is some luck to it as well. Would be my understanding too. But it's not like as you lose pieces, you get more pieces. No, 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 no. Your 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 board exists. Is what you start with. Gotcha. I mean, it's really bad. But again, you get like if you got like nine pawns, and the other person doesn't have any pawns, like that. Like that's going to be really hard for you. (laughs) Yeah. All right. This is really bad. I get it. That's funny. Oh, open. Yeah. Oh, that's an easy, uh, quick download. It really is. How are you at chess? Yes. How are you at chess? I think I'm good at chess, mm. but uh, well, we'll see. I like to think of myself as average at chess. Get ready for well, there wasn't an average option. Ah, uh, okay. Forget about the openings. Forget about the draws. Don't be a, undo. Yeah, yeah. There's an undo button. Oh, and once yep. it's click, huh, weekly challenge. All right, so were we able to play each other somehow? How do I do this? Menu? Menu, yeah. Surrender. Or just quit to main menu. Oh, <laughs> oh I was actually in a game. Got yeah, it. Yeah, I'm guessing the okay. 1v1 might be the case. It's a two-player mode. Put your phone on. Oh, so... Oh, we just use one device. Okay, sounds good. Perfect. Right. We can use yours. Yeah, no problem. Even board? <clears throat> or I don't do know you what need, that means. Do, do you need a handicap? I don't... <laughs> <laughs> well, now that you're saying you're just average, I feel like I whatever. I, even is fine. Even is fine. Even is fine. Great, great. Let's let's do this. Then. Okay. <laughs> oh, you just like jump in. We just jump in. <laughs> yes. Look at all these pieces. Just it is flying, so right? weird to like cons- like try to think through this because nothing makes sense how it has in the past. <laughs> yeah. So looking at my board, I have. Three knights, a ton of bishops, but I do have a lot of queens, which is nice. I have five knights. Trying to like, okay, how do I set this up? Yeah, gosh, look at all your rooks. Do you not have a queen? I was going to say. You don't have a queen. I don't, yeah. I have one hiding in my corner. Yeah, it takes a moment to like figure out the pieces. (laughs) Yeah, it really does. But at least they all still move the same Mm -hmm. as you'd expect them to. They just are in different places in different orders. So I find it really interesting as we're playing through this that uh, the board keeps on flipping in this versus. So I get everything right side up until I play, and then it switches over and you get everything oh, right you know side what? up. I didn't even notice that. It's kind of trippy, honestly. I'd almost rather them both be looking the same way. Yeah, I do like how the board switches. This is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. And I'm like having a hard time can, like thinking about like what I... What I still have, we'll say. Sure. I have kind of a weird setup with how I'm protecting my king and stuff right now. Yeah, surrounded by... Well, you got two castles flanking it. That's kind of nice. I know. that. I, I, I agree <laughs> with that. I agree with that. It's just definitely, again, kind of interesting. Um, I feel like we need a third commentator telling us about how good we are at all these moves that we're <laughs> right, making. right, right. <laughs> My poor pawn. Sorry. <laughs> that's what they're there for. And that's that's true. It's not much of a trade, but to each their own. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that bishop there. Again, I'm like sitting here like, okay, where where does this piece go? Where does this piece go? <laughs> um, it's super interesting. I know. And I, I have to laugh because I would always tell you my worst piece on a chessboard is a knight, and I feel like I need to get way better at them. Right. We're just going to start trading stuff here in a minute. We really are. 
There you go. There. Good game. Thank you. Yeah, definitely like the rooks, like one directional, definitely killed me. Yeah. Yeah, me having a queen was all the difference at the end there, too. That was cool, though. We're going to have to try it again after I kind of get my head more wrapped around the... Just how can you randomly play with it? Yeah. So what's what's your initial impression on, on how this functions so differently? It's definitely a, a... It definitely brings new air to the game. Yeah. You know, with the traditional pieces, you tend to play a traditional way. Mm-hmm. And this made you really think like, oh, shoot, I got six of these, so I should maybe change the way I attack. And I definitely like started attacking on one side and then completely forgot about, I literally have the exact same thing on the other side or not quite. And, but I, yeah, I, I like it. I mean, I like chess in general, so I think this will be a fun challenge. I think it'll be interesting too. Definitely. It's too bad. It doesn't seem like you can play online against one V one. Yeah. Or maybe we'll have to figure that out later. Yeah. I like it. It's a, it's a nice twist on tradition. It takes away the one opening move that I know. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) But you know, we can't, can't win all of them. That's right. Exactly. Yes. So it'll be eager to see, unfortunately, (laughs) only so much to say as we're playing, right? (laughs) Right. Well, exactly. Um, Rook to uh, B four. Before click. Oh, if you if you know all the spaces. Oh, I don't. There's <laughs> letters and numbers. It's a grid, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know which one's which. So <laughs> we'll just go with it. We're gonna have to become masters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. Um, the king's gambit or the, whatever. The queen's gambit. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, we're the sequel. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. <laughs> queen's gambit's about the piece on the board. I think sure, it's like a chess sure. move. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but uh, uh, it's pretty good actually. I've heard that. All right, well, that'll do it for this week. Thank you for listening. If you like what you're hearing, leave us a review on iTunes or your podcast medium of choice. Plus, we're on Patreon. You can support us by visiting patreon.com forward slash ITTP. And on top of really bad chess, we're also going to explore winding worlds. What game do you think we should take a look at? Send us a message on Instagram. We're at insert token to play, or our email is play at insert token to play.com. Thanks for listening, and have a great week.